0: I don't want a lot
1: Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
2: Hello
3: everyone and thank you for tuning in today to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Today we are talking about your 2019 health and fitness goals and I'm your host Laura Bellata of singleinthecity.ca. Every year we start by making resolutions for all the things that we want to accomplish by next December. A lot of the time, these goals revolve around health and fitness, but how often do we actually accomplish them? Today I wanted to find out how to make good resolutions to get healthy in 2019 that you can actually keep and how to get your partner motivated too. I believe you can find happiness through health and fitness and it's so important to take care of yourself. I'm joined today by show regular, chiropractor and my friend, Dr. Claudia Michiela.
2: I love coming in, especially right before the holidays. The energy is magnetic. (laughs) Lead instructor, Chris LaWorn from Barry's Bootcamp. Hi, Hello,
3: yeah, and Samantha Cutler of the Fit Fatale blog. Together we're going to help you reach those twenty nineteen health and fitness goals. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show.
4: Hey everyone.
3: Okay, guys. Uh why is maintaining a healthy lifestyle so important for your well being? Who wants to start?
4: I mean, personally, I started, you know, diving into uh the fitness world because I searched for something that would bring me more happiness, but would also regulate my mood and my mental health at the same time. So staying active and the brand, The Fit Fatale, was really started to guide people and help them to find what worked for them, whether it's in the fitness world, in your relationships, in your day-to-day life, and having control over something that you can bring into your daily habits. And you know, Chris can, I'm sure, talk to more about the fitness side of it and, and the benefits, but... I think regulating your your system and having a routine is so important.
0: Yeah, um, truthfully, it's funny. This is a relationship show. Uh, I really dove into fitness, getting over just the toughest breakup that I've had in my life. I started boxing competitively in New York, and I found that that was like a catharsis to sort of go from point A to B.
3: You weren't working out before that?
0: <clears throat> I was. I was always lifting weights um, on sort of on the side of what I did, but it wasn't sort of. It wasn't until. Uh, I think that moment in life that I decided I'm all in, I was spending way more time in the gym than I was at the law firm and I was a lawyer at the time. So that became a problem, obviously. <laughs> um, and I think what happened with it was that I found that it was a way to connect with the world. You make these wonderful connections with people around you and people with the similar kind of energy and drive that you have. and you sort of find that it's it's just a way to kind of make yourself happier but also be a part of this community that's, that grows together and smiles together and sweats together.
3: And how about the confidence that it builds within you, right, when you're working out? Like I feel amazing when I work out. I leave mean, yeah. the gym, like –
2: feeling like hot you said something interesting (laughs) in an intro where fitness is happiness right so when you're fit you're healthy and guess what when you're healthy you're happy because you have nothing to be concerned about your health is key so being involved in any fitness routine is the key to life
4: It is. It's really a cycle. You know, one thing leads to the other. And when you are confident, you make healthier choices as well, because you want to continue that feeling in your life and you want to continue feeling that way. So you make smarter choices for yourself. Now, setting resolutions is easier said than done, and they can be
3: very difficult to maintain. I think you guys all know that. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there a way to set resolutions that gives better results? Like, should we set smaller goals as opposed to bigger ones, for example?
0: I I think to make it a little bit more of a moving target, I think you're not going to say I'm Don who sat on the couch for six years on December 31st and January 1st, I'm going to be a professional athlete. It's it's sort of like, let me find something I enjoy doing that makes me sweaty.
3: And I think that's the key is find something that you enjoy doing.
0: And you don't always necessarily have to enjoy every part of it, but at least something that you come out of always with a smile on your face. If you're sweaty and you're smiling at the end of it, that's something you're going to go back to and do again and again and you'll find that you get better at it as time goes by.
4: Yeah, and just being realistic, like you said, I love to share blog posts and Instagram posts that have steps in them or that have different points. So it can be trying to eat healthier while you're on the go or finding workout classes while you're traveling. And people can take and pick what they want from those different points that work in their life. And I think that's what's important. Like you said, you know, you're know, you not gonna be a different person with one night's sleep. It takes time and it takes being realistic with where you're going and what you can implement into your life. Because we all have priorities, family, kids, boyfriends, you know, whatever that those restrictions are, maybe financial, maybe, um, you know, with travel, but just figuring out what can work for you. And how
3: can we stay motivated throughout the year as the excitement of the new resolutions start fading
4: (laughs) For me, I think it's so important to just break it up. You know, a year can seem so overwhelming when you think about it. You know, it's, it's a long time and you're like, I can do anything in a year. But the reality is that setting shorter goals that are maybe more realistic and you can say, you know, by Feb 1, I want to feel like I'm here. And if I'm not here, let me reassess. What are those changes and what are different things that I can start bringing in? Chris?
0: It's funny, um, being immersed in the studio fitness world, you kind of get to see this um, in a way that's almost empirical data over time. You get people coming in and trying a class and going, oh my God, that's overwhelming, but I loved it. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. And when you hit that 8, 9, 10, 8 to sort of 12 class mark, you feel a difference in your body. All of a sudden your VO2 goes up, you feel healthier, you yep. feel faster, you feel stronger. And then that little feeling that you had when you left the gym, where you are smiling and feeling confident lasts a lot longer.
2: It's it's so true, and part of that is the release of endorphins and encephalin. So it becomes like um, almost like an addiction mm-hmm. in a good way, where you get used to having that feeling. And then, and that's the the key is getting people, friends, family, whoever you're training, to commit to at least those ten, twelve classes. Because once they've done those, they're hooked.
0: It's so funny you say addiction. The amount of times I have clients come up to me and say. I've now reappropriated my drinking budget into my fitness budget because <laughs> right. I feel better at the end of it. Right. Good, that's I'm addicted a good to it. strategy.
3: <laughs> You're listening to the Dating and Relationship show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We'll be back after this message.
1: You're listening to the Dating and Relationship show with Laura Bellata. From singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Come Santa Claus here, come Santa Claus right down Santa Claus Lane. You're
3: tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Ballotte of singleinthecity.ca. Joining me today is chiropractor Dr. Claudia Machiela, lead fitness instructor at uh, Barry's Fitness, Chris Lorne. Warren, did I say it right?
0: Yeah, Barriers Boot Camp Canada. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and Samantha, the name was perfect, though. <laughs> uh,
3: and Samantha Cutler of the Fit Fatale blog. Welcome, guys. We're talking about our offering tips to help you reach those health and fitness goals in 2019. And before the break, we were just talking about how to set your resolutions. And um, so I want to continue with that. How can we achieve a healthy balance between setting resolutions and not becoming too obsessed about reaching them?
0: I mean... If it's me, I think the biggest mistake people make right off the bat is to say I have a static image of what I'm going to look like and perform like by February 1st. You but, gave a but, great what's, But
3: what's wrong with that? I mean, they say that you should have vision boards and you should pin things up and
0: oh, absolutely. I think
3: pin <laughs> up whatever you want to look like as long
0: as you understand <laughs> that that your image of perfection is aspirational.
3: Exactly. Yeah, I agree towards. with that. Right.
0: And if you think if by February 1st, I don't look and feel this way, I'm going to quit, then guess what? You're probably going to quit. I okay. think a more sort of, again, I use that term a, a sort of a moving target. So this is how I want to feel. This is how I want to look. This is how I want to perform. Let's take steps every day to move toward that. And if by February 1st, I feel like I'm closer to that than I was on January 1st, that's a great thing.
4: Samantha? You know, writing a blog and, and, being an influence on, on social media gives and us I the And I love op- your blog, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. are a very good writer. Thank you very much. Well, I think it gives us the opportunity to, you know, um, edit and filter our life a little bit and decide what we want to show. But I think from my perspective and many, many people in the social media world at the moment, we're really trying to show what's real and what's authentic to our audience as well. And that translates into Everyone viewing what is realistic as resolutions, as body goals, as life. You know, we all have our insecurities, our f- struggles that we face, and being realistic about that is important. And really sourcing information from people that share that that's realistic as well. And I think people appreciate you more when you are realistic with what you're sharing. Oh, right? absolutely. Like
3: if you look at posts where people aren't wearing makeup, and mm-hmm. I mean, they tend to do well or um, posts where people are very true and authentic with with what's gone on in their life and and what they've had to deal with, they also do well as well. I've started to do that a little bit more.
4: Yeah, Yeah. and your audience really relates to you and and gets...
3: Because at the end of the
4: story, yeah, because at the end of the day, we're all human beings, right? right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's hard to see that you know, when you're constantly looking at a screen, it's very hard to understand that that person's real, and we just constantly see an image of what looks like quote unquote perfection, or if only I had that body, or if only my hair or my skin, or whatever you can come up with, is that great and i can feel that way i can be that person and like you said the more people that are showing posts without makeup i recently did um, a story about skin struggles and skin issues that i was having and everyone freaked out and i got such a great reaction because people had no idea that it was something that was bothering me. yeah they're like someone as beautiful as you Mm -hmm. can't possibly have skin problems right and so making that realistic and human changes your engagement changes the people perspective of you and how connected they feel. It creates friends instead of an audience. I want to talk, like,
3: get into uh, fitness and pain now, mm, okay? okay? Now, this this question's for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I deal with a lot of back pain. Claudia knows this because she's my oh. chiropractor. And, y- you know, it's it's easy for me to fall off the wagon. Like, I'll be doing well, and then I'll start working out again. And then, you know, I, I, I start getting, uh, pulling out my back again, like I usually do. And then I stop. Right? Right. Common. So um, how do you fulfill your fitness goals despite back pain or any other types of pain or injury? How can I keep going? Because I, yeah, I really hate stopping. Yeah, and you really
2: shouldn't. It stresses me out. Yeah, and, and I get that. And it's not, it's not, you're not alone. What you have to keep in mind is unless there's something broken, torn, ripped, you need to continue to be active. Because when you stop being active, you reduce the blood flow to that area. And guess what? the area just becomes chronically tight. So working through your pain.
3: But what if I, I get, like sometimes I just can't move my shoulder blade. Like I could just, I can't look, I can't turn to the left. Okay. It just hurts so just, much.
2: It just means you're not seeing me often enough, Okay, Disgust. Yeah. <laughs> but it's about getting yourself a good team. And I'm sure that these two experts will agree. So you need to have a good tribe behind you. You need to have people who motivate you, who will get the job done, who will help you keep your body in tip top shape. And knowing that even if you work out through your disgust comfort, sometimes that's exactly what you need to get over that hump of healing. Chris, do you see people in your practice a similar situation?
0: Oh, daily basis. That's probably the second biggest okay. thing to talk about.
3: So, <laughs> what's the right way to work through the pain? Like, do you have recommendations on types of exercises so here's, that uh, would help? What I tell help? people,
0: I, I think uh, I'm not going to encourage somebody to slow down if they want to go hard. We have people at Barry's that do seven hit workouts a week. Now, a professional athlete might only train three hit workouts a week.
3: What's a hit workout?
0: Hit workout would be high intensity interval training. Okay. Sorry. sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> when you're always around people in the industry. <laughs> yeah. um, And what happens is eventually, yes, your tibia band's going to get tight, your knee's going to get tight, and you're going to think there's something wrong with your meniscus, your ACL's torn, and the reality is, no, you're just tight. And if you're going to train like an athlete, you need to recover, and you need to release like an athlete. So I do uh, one release class every week with a chiropractor at Barry's where you get deep myofascial release, and you get stretched in a way that you're ready to kind of go again, and when you have real injury you go under the needles and you see somebody that you really trust like Claudia and you make Claude sure Claudia's
3: amazing back. at that fascia release stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. She beats the crap <laughs> out of me and I love it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm More going. painful than working yeah, out for, yeah, sure. for sure. So there's
0: good pain and bad pain in working out. I push people to their own capacity every day. And I say, you know, that pain that you want to get through to the other side. So you feel great and you know, the pain where you need to ease back, right. see your physician come back.
3: We are offering tips to help you reach those health and fitness goals in 2019. We need to take a break. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show. We'll be right back.
1: Now back to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Christmas is
3: two days away. Are you guys Ready? You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. Joining me today is chiropractor Dr. Claudia Michela and fitness instructor Chris LeWarn, Samantha Cutler of the Fit Fit Child blog. And we're talking about 2019 health and fitness goals. Now, before the break, we were talking about fitness and pain. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Uh, And it should not stop you from working out. This is what these guys are telling me. So I'm going to take their advice moving forward in 2019 because I often stop working out because of pain in my back. Is there anything that you can do for a reoccurring injury to stop it from happening
2: again? Claudia? The reality is... A reoccurring injury is just that. It's a reoccurring injury. Like it doesn't,
3: yeah. Why is it reoccurring like all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Like what's going on? Why can't anybody fix it?
2: Well, I'm sure it can. Some injuries can be fixed. But if you're at the point where it's a chronic thing, you just have to deal with it you just have to learn to cope with it so treating it properly understanding that working out through it is not going to be detrimental to your well-being actually in fact it's the opposite not working out is detrimental to your well-being so working through pain understanding that it's not broken it's not ripped it's not torn it's just tight which means that you need to get it worked out stretched out stripped out whatever it may be get it adjusted
3: Thank you. Okay, let's talk about (laughs) getting healthy with your partner now. Now, do you guys all have relationships with someone else who's in the health and fitness industry or someone just as focused as you are when it comes to health and fitness? Let's start with you, Samantha.
4: Well... My boyfriend would probably like to think so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he might kill me for saying this. But he is not in the health and fitness world at all, but he's definitely into it, so it's helpful. I may push him on certain things, um, but he, he's into doing it, so we're good.
3: <laughs> and Chris, your girlfriend is?
0: Yeah, she's uh, one of the best health and fitness directors I've ever met, actually. Um, we just started a relationship this year, and I find that uh, – it's, it's nice when you have that kind of crossover in life, that nexus where you want to go take a class together and train together and you have a sort of similar interest in that.
3: So you guys must see all sorts of different walks of life that come into the studio, people that come in with their partners, people that come in solo that wish their partners would come in with them, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, at least
0: in studio fitness at Barry's, it's become a scene. Like, it's like people tell me, they're like, I don't go to bars anymore on first dates. I invite, like, invite the person to a class and then we get a shake afterward. And it's, it's sweet. You know, you get, yep. if you have a good coach, you're going to kind of have that endorphin release that Claudia talked about kind of around the same time. You know, you're three and a half minutes, four minutes into your run, you get your first sprint coming up and you're going to have that release. And when you're together with somebody, it's, it's a cool experience. Yeah.
3: So that's cool. Cause as a matchmaker, I never really set people up. Uh, for a given date. you yeah. best, Right? A Good sweat date is the best date. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think last Valentine's
0: Day, we did a blind <laughs> dating session at, in the studio. So people came in, filled out cards, and we switched them on the treadmill on the floor. Hey, the maybe
3: thing. I can help you guys with that. It varies. We <laughs> can work together.
2: Let's do it. So,
3: how can people manage expectations <laughs> if one person is improving faster than the other person?
4: Well, I can talk about this from a girl's perspective. I often have females speak to me saying I started a, a diet or a workout routine or, you know, a lifestyle change with my boyfriend and he's dropping fat and I'm not. <laughs> and female bodies are a lot different than men. Is she going
3: through menopause or perimenopause? No. is that actually?
4: Well, I've had quite a few people say that to me. But it, it, in general, it's very different for men and women. It's the same for my boyfriend and I. If we eat tons over Thanksgiving and then we come back, it's like – you know, one second and he snapped back into it. And for me, it's, you know, a couple of days if you, if you, you know, ate th- some things that you wouldn't normally on your body to regulate. So I think it's important for females in particular to be very patient with it. And women really rely on what they consume from a nutrition side as well. It's not just the fitness aspect of it. Our bodies hold on to fat to be healthy and reproduce. Great. Right? Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. It's well, true. you know what? It, it's kind of a... We get frustrated by it, but we have to embrace the fact that as females, that's what our bodies do, and that's how they function properly. And when you drop too much fat, body fat, you lose your period, you have tons of other issues, and there are things that have happened to me, they've happened to most people in the fitness industry, and we've all faced that. So being realistic about what you want to achieve, and maybe your boyfriend will, or your significant other, will see different results. Chris, do you want to say something about that?
0: At the same time, I think it's I, I think it's really getting on the same page about what your goals are. I have a lot of female clients that will come in and say, you know, I started doing this, I'm doing so well, but I've gained weight. I didn't lose weight, or I'm keeping hmm. the same weight, but I have abs now, and I'm seeing muscle, and my butt is the way I wanted to look. And I said, well, yeah, that's that's muscle. You're good. You've then. gained yeah. <laughs> muscle. Good for you. You've cut fat and you gained some muscle. And I think um, on that, like in that vein, when you go and you work out with your partner, the important thing to remember is you're always sort of thinking about your own PR you're not competing with your partner about what they're lifting and how fast they're running you're going and you're thinking I'm, we both want to kind of hit a new personal record today mm. And I am proud of you if you did it, I'd be proud of myself if I did it and that's kind of the way to do it
2: you know? awesome you're coaching each other yeah
3: we need to take a break now we're talking about getting healthy with your partner when we come back on the dating and relationship show
1: You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
4: I am dreaming. And
3: we're back. We're talking about how to make resolutions to get you and your partner healthy in 2019. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. I'm from singleinthecity.ca. Dr. Claudia McHale is here. Uh, lead fitness instructor Chris LaWarn from Barry's Bootcamp is here. And uh, Samantha Cutler of the Fit Fatal blog is also here. Before the break, we were talking about getting healthy with your partner. So, what are some ways to make working out feel more like a f- fun lifestyle shift as opposed to a chore? Because it can often... And it's
2: really important.
3: It can often feel like a chore. Oh, I got to go. I get, You hear that often, right? Oh, I got to work out again. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the key is to find something that you enjoy doing. Is there anything else?
0: I, I really... I, again, I mean, I'm, I'm in uh, class fitness. And I, I advocate that, especially when it comes to people like friends working out together and partners working out together. Because I with my ex-girlfriend, we used to go to like a big box gym in uh, Brooklyn together. And it was just, like, the standard, like, you have... It's, it's not really set up for heterosexual couples to work out together, to be honest. We wouldn't see each other. We'd go to the gym but together, there's nothing wrong with
3: that. No, not at because all. Because I've done that as well with no, ex-boyfriends. If it, if
0: it gets you in the door, but halfway through the workout, you're like, oh, it'd be nice if we could socialize or be together a little bit, you know? And with my girlfriend now, she does use, like, the heavy equipment, but oftentimes we'll be doing something different. Like, she'll want to be doing glute thrusters on a heavy Olympic bar, and I'll be wanting to bench press, so.
3: Hence the girlfriend, not the wife, right? Because right. when it's the <laughs> wife, usually it's like, ah, uh, you stay over there, I'll stay over here. <laughs> We'll see you Maybe later.
0: that's <laughs> <laughs> it's good for early. It's good for late stage, but long right. term is good for late <laughs> yeah. stage. Huh. But if you, you know, if you're in a class together, you're kind of you're all moving together. You have an instructor telling you the same story that they're carrying you through, and you're sort of you're you're reaching that those kind of highs and lows together and, and sweating together. And I think it's nice. You look over, you smile at each other, you high five a little bit. You know, if you're annoying like me, and <laughs> you keep going,
2: it's yeah. kind of fun. That's a great relationship, and it's important. <laughs> you have to support one another. And the way I look at it is, there's all Oh, you're together because you have something in common that you like to do. So why not, you know, if you like to sip wine, why not go to the gym? Right? Like just alternate your or switch over your, you know, your fascination or your hobbies.
3: Now, what if your partner isn't interested in getting healthy and fit like you are? Uh, how do you she stay on track? Move on. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but maybe maybe, not maybe it's you. not. But 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 maybe it it doesn't happen right from the beginning, right? Yeah, okay. yeah no, you
4: can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have to bring them in, and it's you have to start somewhere right and i think like people get addicted to these classes and we've we've used that word a couple times you start feeling better and maybe your partner's not aware of that and they've never experienced that yet so just easing them in and starting somewhere and probably not taking them to the hardest class on the market sorry chris i don't know if i just said <laughs> berries is the hardest well, class but i find it very hard <laughs>
3: but what if your partner just doesn't want to go to the gym at all how about going on a
2: hike or a walk that's good yeah, yeah that's a great option like just spending that active quality time together but if you're a real gym person then that Mm -hmm. might be a little deal breaker there
4: i mean just finding something that you can enjoy together it doesn't need to be like you said a, a gym or a class or whatever we love to go supping which is like the stand-up paddle boarding down mm-hmm. at the at the water at the beach. And I originally hated it. I hated supping. I didn't want to go. I don't want to go in the water. And it's like, I'm like, can we just go to a yoga class or something? But someplace? you compromise, which but is I compromise. very important in a relationship. And now I love it, and it's Saturday morning, and I'm waking up my boyfriend going, can we go supping at the beach? <laughs> so it's you have to just kind of take that that leap of faith and try it out. If you've tried it a million times and you hate it, maybe find something that works better for you guys. But just figuring that out. And Isn't that a point, earlier, Laura, I mean,
0: <laughs> if you really love to do something like yoga mm-hmm. and your boyfriend doesn't, if you're happy when you come back from yoga, he'll be happier even if he stayed in and watched cartoons. Ah, uh, there you around, go. You know?
4: <laughs> yeah, Good and point. it's okay to do some of it alone. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, no, together. but I think I'm talking uh,
3: more or less when your partner's pretty much lazy and you're working <laughs> out. Because when you're, when you're working out, the last thing you want to do is come home and, you know, come home to a lazy partner. Really.
4: So maybe yeah. set goals together or set little things that you can. And get give them, them an ultimatum. The Listen. <laughs> Get to the gym or else and see switch. <laughs> see
0: what it is. Maybe, it, maybe it's not that they're lazy. Maybe they're intimidated. They're just there. I don't know where to start. Oh, I don't I think, like the no, starting
3: I think, I think they're lazy. <laughs> Sounds like No, just you're right on, though. No, I think you're right. I, I think you're right. I think some people might be intimidated by it and, and they don't know where to start because it's a, like for, for me, like getting back to the gym, like I swim all summer and it's like just getting back into like just walking in those doors. It's not intimidating, but it, I just can't get myself to do it. But once I do it, once I'm hooked again it's right. like okay I'm back I'm back I'm you know, I think way. I'm gonna do it today guys Let's
1: Good. Do it.
3: I think today's a day I'm gonna walk through those doors Let's do it and I'm never turning back right, you're gonna feel fantastic And if I if I yeah and then I'm gonna come to yeah. you regularly to get my back cracked you better All right okay what sort of workouts do you tend to see more couples doing do they do free training in the gym or sign up for classes
0: I mean, I, I, of course, just see a lot of classes. It's just it's easy because you get to be literally right next to each other for the entire workout. You're getting taken through resistance training and cardio training. You get to be on an adjacent treadmill. You get to be on the floor lifting together, and it's fun. You get to look over and see your partner struggling just as hard as you are. Yeah. <laughs> kind of realize, okay, I'm not in this alone. I'm going to keep going for 15 seconds in this burpee, you know.
4: Yeah, I mean, I love the group fitness side of it because you feel like you're a warrior. You know, you have this whole other pact doing it with you, and you and your significant other are there fighting for the same thing. If you're going to a a free weight gym or anything like that, what we do, if that's what we end up doing with less time, we set up a circuit. So we don't even normally do typical weights or treadmill. We'll take the space that usually a gym will have, an open space for weights or for Pilates or something in the middle, stretching. And we'll do a little mini circuit and lead that so at least we have something together. And then if you break up apart, it's different. But I think that is, you know, it's a great option for couples as well.
3: So let's talk about overall health now. So alongside fitness, what are some other health resolutions that we should be making in terms of nutrition? Because at the end of
2: the day... We Mm -hmm. are what we eat. And that's the key word is nutrition, right? (laughs) I'm serious because people... Would you like to elaborate on that, Dr. Claudia McKellar? You know, I never like to use the word diet because we shouldn't be dieting because what does that mean? Like it's all about nutrition. So making choices that are going to be nourishing to your body. You didn't bring me that yucky <laughs> vitamin stuff. I did. I brought you vitamin D. <laughs> and I didn't bring you the other stuff. I didn't Okay, have that. good. Yeah. yeah,
3: she was going to feed me this stuff that she said tasted yeah. gross. I'm like, can I put it in my shake? She's like, it's your, your shake's going to taste gross. Yeah. I'm like, okay, don't bring me that stuff then.
0: That company needs better marketing. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
3: we need to take a break, but we're going to talk about health and nutrition when we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show.
1: Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
3: And we're back. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. What a fun show today. We are talking about um, how to reach those health and fitness goals for 2019 with chiropractor Dr. Claudia McKella, lead fitness instructor at Barry's Boot Camp, Chris Lorne, and Samantha Cutler of the Fit Fatale blog, and I'm Laura Ballotta of singleinthecity.ca. Before the break, we were talking about your overall health and nutrition was a big part of that. So guys, what are some food tips that you may have to take easy steps towards eating healthier?
4: Cooking more is a huge thing. Everyone eats out so much.
3: I don't. I hate eating out. I cook all the time.
4: Well, then you're way ahead of everyone else. <laughs> I think it's
3: just it's because people always complain that they don't have time to cook, right? But you can do f- uh, food prep, like
2: prep but if on you the enjoy weekends. Cooking, that's
0: part of it. That's uh, Claudia. Really
2: Yes, you do a lot of food prep. I do a ton of so food. Let's talk prep. about that. So my weekends are spent prepping food. I grill my chicken. Um, I steam my rice, like my brown rice. I always have vegetables. Brown rice, very key. Yeah, key. Brown rice. I'm always prepping so that I'm, I have options for lunches and for dinners. And this way, when you get home, 20 minutes meals are done. Chris, so you add I to that?
0: I agree with the with the cooking for yourself because a lot of the time, then you know what's in your food it's a big difference when you have somebody that orders Thai food every day versus somebody that cooks with their own oil and everything it's like you know what's in your food you know exactly what you're putting in your body and it's a nice way to do it that said uh, Uber Eats is a nice indulgence a couple times a week as well.
3: Right. <laughs> I learned that from my Italian mama. She, uh, she she refused to go to restaurants when we were growing up. She still refuses to go to the restaurant. She might go to the Mandarin if it's somebody's birthday or something once in a blue moon. But she yeah. says, you don't know. What's my mom in will those... only
0: do Swiss chalet.
3: Yeah. See, there she won't you go. go. She's
0: Polish. She won't yeah. go anywhere oh, else. Oh, she eats? Yeah. She, <laughs> yeah.
3: You don't know what's in the food. You don't know what they're how they're cooking it, and it's true, right? So I I love c- cooking at home, but I don't do food prep. Yeah, I just cook well, as I go.
2: Right, and
4: and I wish I had the time to do that. I really don't. Well, I don't have
3: kids, so it's a yeah. little bit different.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's so many healthy options of where to go eat. Also, especially in Toronto, I'm mm-hmm. new to this city, so I'm like in my glory here, finding all these different restaurants that are healthy and. You- Obviously, it costs more. So cooking at home is a better option, but there are other options if you're on the go and it's easier to to access those and find those in a huge city. So finding information and resources from people like us that have that information, you know, checking it out. Okay. So what
3: about for people like myself who hates eating breakfast? I hate breakfast food. I'm just not a Mm. big breakfast person. What tips do you have for people like myself?
2: I don't think there's anything wrong with not eating breakfast. I, um, you know, people do intermittent fasting, which you guys probably... Yeah, do you guys believe can. in that? Yeah,
0: I've, I've tried it. I've done it. And can,
2: can um, we explain
3: <laughs> what that is for our audience that doesn't know what intermittent fasting is?
4: It's um, essentially, so I, it, a lot of people call it IF or intermittent fasting. It puts your body into a fast. So usually it's about a 16-hour window that you don't eat. So most people will go... From eight PM, they finish eating at that time, until twelve the next day. So that means you don't touch anything, you don't consume anything. You can some people have coffee but they won't put milk in it or whatever. So your digestion hasn't started. is so
3: horrible for your belly though.
4: Agreed, but people do have Gut that wrought. or tea or whatever that might be for you. And the the um the process is that when your body goes into starvation mode, you're burning fat while you sleep so it's keeping that your body in that sorry not starvation mode but it's in fat burning mode Right. So the goal is to keep it in that a little bit longer and only break your quote unquote fast at 12. And people eventually, you know, take it sometimes longer and longer. And the Bulletproof Fad fad is all based off that. So if you guys have more questions, it's a great resource, actually. The Bulletproof website has so much information. Because I
0: know a lot of people that do it, they have the Bulletproof coffee in the morning and that carries them through Mm -hmm. to because they're feeding on the fats. Yeah. Yeah. I I have
2: my Bulletproof coffee every morning with my collagen in it and my Mm -hmm. MC. Tea oil.
3: Collagen in it. Oh, I do. I put that in my shake. Okay. So I have a shake in the morning. I just yeah. started doing that about three weeks ago. Yeah. And my skin, it's, it's starting to look really nice, isn't it? It's glowing. Aren't I You're glowing? You always I think I'm glowing. Because she wants
0: us to tell her she's glowing. You're glowing, Mark. Thank you.
3: <laughs> good one. So, So seriously, for people that can't do that, they can't fast, what can they do in the morning? And they're not shake people. Let's
2: start with protein.
3: Protein? Right. Like yeah, an egg?
4: Protein, fiber and fat right mm-hmm. is always what you want to go to so make sure you're having that in what you're you're eating if that's an egg add in like fiber is really important too you got to mm-hmm. get yourself moving and get regular so <laughs> yeah. for lack of better explanation
0: I honestly so I used to in New York four days a week I would wake up at 4:15 a.m to go teach 5 a.m classes and I just my stomach couldn't really handle anything like I could have some black coffee maybe but I couldn't handle food if I had to give energy in a, in a one hour class. And I would just put some BCAAs in water, mm. a BCAA that has a little bit of dextrose, uh, so it tastes sweet. Uh, be, be like just branch branch chain amino acids. Okay. So that's basically what protein boils like. Sorry. <laughs> boils down to. We at need the end to of clarify here. <laughs> Good, can, and,
2: and it's a it's
0: a it's a wrapper you haven't heard of. <laughs> okay.
3: And now, Claudia, before we have to yeah. take a break. But what did you say about hard boiled eggs on the break? I don't
2: I don't like eating hard boiled eggs on their own. I feel like hard boiled eggs need to be combined with something else. They're um, hard to digest. They're hard to said. digest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: I find that too. They upset my belly. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to take a break. What a fun show here today on the Dating and Relationship Show. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca the on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Run.
3: Tonight on the Dating and Relationship Show, we're talking about 2019 health and fitness goals with chiropractor Dr. Claudia Michiella, myself, Laura Bellotta, lead fitness instructor at Barry's Bootcamp, Chris Lawarne, and Samantha Cutler of the Fit Fatel blog. You guys have been really great. This Thank has been you. so much fun. You've been great. I told you guys it was going to be fun, didn't I? I fun will believe you next time. <laughs> 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 Everyone has a lot of fun on the show. We like to have yeah, fun, right? It is fun. Yeah. Okay, so we are talking about overall health. So a lot of couples go out to eat for date nights or sit at home snacking on the couch, right? After dinner. Mm-hmm. It's like something that a lot of people do. Uh, what are some other options to replace those activities or maybe some healthy snack options?
2: Go ahead. What do Kale you do? chips. Kale K- chips. <laughs> oh, I saw you making those the other day. Oh, they're delicious.
3: Yeah, yeah they're yeah. easy to make. Um, how, how about, about vegetables? The, yeah, vegetable tray with yeah. with uh, hummus. Guys, yep. yep. nice. uh, anybody want to pipe that, in? Yeah,
0: that. I so I'm I'm not the nutrition guy. I'm the guy like just work <laughs> out hard, earn all your bad decisions the next day. That's fine. But I always had like my my girlfriend's very f- fitness and health conscious. So. I have like weird things in my house now, like seaweed snacks, mm. and, and it's like popcorn instead of chips. But honestly, after time, you're like, actually, popcorn's just as... I forgot how good chips were compared to popcorn. <laughs> it's fine, you know? Yeah.
3: yeah, but you're also a believer that you can eat whatever you want and then work I, yeah. it off, uh, I well, believe work it my, off later. Well, yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. I mean, you're like, we're not
0: human trash compactors. Like when I was 18, maybe your metabolism just goes. But I think if you're doing the right workouts that are keeping your metabolism burning after you're done working out. So I'm not talking about just straight going for a low-impact jog or doing a cycling class that's just going to calories weights. in the moment. I'm talking about weight resistance training and, again, high high-intensity interval training. It's gonna make your metabolism just burn everything up after. You can give yourself those uh, those indulgences.
3: Samantha, you wanna argue
4: with him on oh, this? She okay. she's hot in my face. <laughs> I disagree. I was I'm getting up like,
0: at Samantha's mad. I
4: also to... disagree. Samantha, what do you have so, to say? I, yeah, I totally I disagree. Not totally, but I do disagree on this a little bit. I think you're looking at it from a physical perspective and that people can eat and burn it off. Yes, one calorie minus one calorie equals, you know, Yeah, when the you're same in thing. your twenties or your right. teens. But even if you're gonna burn that off and you have the muscle or you have the you know the body that can can do it that's fine but even if you look great what you feed yourself turns into your cells and your body so if you want to be preventative and have a preventative diet for you know getting rid of disease and infection and cancers then what you do eat does make a difference so that popcorn over those chips sorry chris but that's yeah. a better option like i i we're always eating popcorn at home and, it and we'll make up it with you Oh, it catches up right. yeah. with you. And you don't even realize because you're you're thinking that, you know, the low sugar, the, the the calorie free, the this, the that with all the preservatives and people aren't reading what's in their labels. They're getting better. I'll give the public that. Um, people are getting a little bit, you know, more educated and there's more people there sharing this information. But being aware of what's going in your body, whether it's making you look bad or is still generating unhealthy body situation inside, and that's what we need to stay away and from. And there are healthier, mm-hmm.
3: like, for example, chip alternatives.
4: Right. Oh, totally.
2: There's there's some chips but, that they they fry them up with, like, uh, avocado oil and But stuff. I found um, Brussels spelt puffs the other day,
4: mm. and they were really good. I do need to mention, <sighs> okay. though, on that note, mm-hmm. there is something that just came out. Well, just came out. Something that I just got, and it came out a couple months ago. Air fryers are oh, genius. Really? Oh, so, I saw those, but... It, yeah. It basically fries what you're making instead of using it in a pan or using a fryer and you can make french fries with Less than a tablespoon or teaspoon of olive oil. Really? And it, the way it works is similar to like a convection in a little pot. Are and they you guys, crispy? They're crispy. You what? need to try. What? Yeah, they have it at a lot of major stores, so <laughs> okay. just check it out. Okay, okay. I
0: concede. Only popcorn, air-fried fries, no. and Brussels sprouts. Wait, the
4: next episode we should go to Chris's house and invade his fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be live.
0: No, no, and just but just to clarify, I do agree with you that when you when you look at traditional diets, I don't agree with them in terms right. of if you should eat two thousand calories and you only. 1500 you'll lose a pound a day i just think if you put strength training into your routine your muscles are going to need more food rather than less and yeah. i like that idea
3: <laughs> that's awesome how do you guys feel about uh having a cheat day one day a week because i'm a firm believer in that like I, when I work out consistently, I'll have that one day, maybe a Sunday or something, I'll shove donuts down my throat, like whatever I want, chips, whatever I'm craving. I just think it's important to satisfy your craving, I'm gonna awesome. submit, Samantha. Uh, I'm going to defer to Samantha. I'm not going to touch her head this head at one. me, too. No,
2: <laughs> so, I'm curious about yeah, this because I, I, I love donuts. You have to have it. with what? You have I to have a cheat donuts, day, though. Yeah. You have to. So I, I don't I know, I'm
3: curious, because what happened to me is like when I, I feel like I'm then dieting and then I'm
4: gorging at the end of it. Well, I don't believe in cheat days, but I also don't believe in restricting yourself that much. So I think maybe that's where the difference is. It's, it's an 80-20 rule and we hear this all the time over and over, but- you need to allow a little bit of that into your life. You know, every so often, have a burger, have white, you know, white carbs or sugar or whatever that might be. But I think when you set like, okay, I'm going to eat perfectly six days out of the seven and then Sunday I'm going to indulge in sugar, well, your entire body gets thrown off. Your blood sugar is spiking. Your system is going crazy. It affects your hormones, your mood. And for you to bring it back and regulate that, sometimes it takes the entire six this days. This is horrible news. I'm, s- I'm so sorry, <laughs> So maybe
3: half You've a time, our- <laughs> So
4: what I just told you is Dang, you can eat not a, a donut dozen, more than. Instead of eating the whole pack, eat. You know, too many donuts throughout yeah. the week. Okay, okay. So well, we'll start
0: the negotiations there. Whole pack versus two. Let's a move
3: on. So that's <laughs> it for today's <laughs> show. That's it for today's show, everybody. Keep in mind, everyone at home, that to maintain a healthy lifestyle, you need to eat healthy. Eat a variety of fruits, vegetables, and whole grains every day. Limit foods and drinks high in calories, sugar, salt, fat, and alcohol. Eat well, alcohol, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Eat a balanced diet to help keep a healthy weight and exercise regularly at least 20 minutes a day. So where can everybody find you guys? Samantha, we'll start with you.
4: Yeah, so you guys can find me on Instagram at The Fit Fatale. It's like The Fem Fatale. And you can also find me on my blog, com. Check Chris. it out. Where can we find you? You
0: can find me in person almost always at Barry's Bootcamp Canada at uh, 310 Richmond Street. 24 hours a day. Okay. Twenty four. I li- I literally live in the building above, okay. so you'll find me there. Uh, you can go online, sign up for class, www.berriesbootcamp.com.
2: And Claudia. On Instagram at Claudia Macchiella.
3: And myself, you can find me, Laura underscore Balot, on Instagram. And I'm hosting a New Year's party for 250-plus singles at Kelly's Landing. Gorgeous venue at York in front. I've been hosting New Year's parties for 14 years now. And trust me, this party won't disappoint. For more information and tickets, you can visit singleinthecity.ca. Wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas. And thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next week. Ciao.